Morning, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. My name's Adam Traumler. I'm an avid outdoorsman. I live in northern Alberta. My plan this year is to get myself in a shape to go bighorn sheep hunting in the Rocky Mountains. I thought I'd bring you guys along for this. Now, to start out, I've been hunting for about six years now big game and it's been quite a lot quite a lot of rewarding experiences I spend a lot of time in the bush when I can mostly for elk deer bears that's been what I spend my time uh, hunting butchering and cooking so some of the hurdles for me for this definitely going to be physical fitness Um, so I've been taking a lot of uh, online learning to try to get myself into a better knowledge base for what to do for physical fitness for diet you know what's the healthiest way for me to approach these things also I've dug in really hard into what is needed for gear for these type of trips Uh, I've done some backpack hunts already some canoe trips you know not a not a large amount of gear to get these jobs done you know and weight's critical so I think I'd like to share all the experiences that I've had with these various trips and brands and everything from hunt rifles to how to zero lightweight gear, backpacks, boots, physical fitness, and what to eat when you're doing these things. Now, these guides aren't the same for everybody. Everybody's going to have different opinions, so this is just mine. Getting into shape. Probably one of the most important aspects of doing any type of backcountry hunting. If you want to put boots on the ground, it's going to be hard. I live in western Canada, northern Alberta. It's not known to be the most hilly country, that's for sure, but there's plenty here. So, six years ago when I decided I wanted to start hunting for my own food, I wasn't in great shape for doing it. Me and a very good friend of mine, we went out hiking along the Smoky River and got ourselves onto a lot of elk tracks, heading along to where we figured we were going to see them. We weren't, we didn't have much for gear then. There's a couple of guys with some backpacks and some Enfield, the Enfield 303 British rifles, open sights and all that. But that's where we started this pursuit. Prior to that, I'd only ever hunted, you know, grouse, rabbits. Never had much use at that time for hunting coyotes or anything like that, so it was all just light game. So me and my friend, similar build. I was about, at that time, I was probably about 225 pounds. Six foot one. 
but I didn't do much. It was mostly just working and eating and drinking. Me and my friend get ourselves out into this back country on these great hillsides and we're just, we're able to gloss down into the draws, into the timber and the burns right alongside of the river. We decide this doesn't look too bad, so we're gonna go head in. And we're gonna go see if we can catch up to these elk. Well, even in that country, an elk move real fast. So we ended up, we were so close wrapping around these hillsides that we could hear their hooves. We just couldn't catch them. So throughout the pursuit, we ended up down at the very bottom. It wasn't a lot, it was probably only about 400 feet of elevation. A lot easier going down than coming up. And then the elk trails ran out. There was no main easy trail. We were bushwhacking through a lot of hard brush, trying to look for a way to get back up. That struggle through the brush and ended up inevitably having to climb up a washout because it was the most stable means of getting up these sheer cliffs and mudslides from the previous spring because it was a wet one. We managed to get ourselves back up to the truck and just soaked in sweat. Grateful we brought extra Gatorade left it at the truck for when we got back. It was a hard day and it was a very hard reality that I was not in the shape I needed to be in to pursue those animals that way. Now up here in Alberta there's lots of there's lots of field hunting for for elk. In fact the first the first cow elk I ever shot was in an open field. Way at the back mind you. But I knew I needed to make a change. So one of the first things that I started to look at was mountain ops. Now these guys make a lot of workout and performance-based supplements and health and energy products. Um, if you haven't seen them, you need to. So type in MTN space OPS search that and go to that website now their protein powders they are a whey based <clears throat> so if you are sensitive to dairy like I am there are other very good options that have the same additives in there that don't upset your stomach as much so but when it comes to vitamins um, digestive aids energy you know, drinking energy drinks doesn't get you doesn't get you the performance that it is that you're looking for. They have cardio enhancers, and they're all reasonably priced. They do ship to Canada. It's definitely something that really helped me start getting myself into shape because energy level was one of the biggest hurdles that I went through. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the biggest hurdles that I went through was having the energy to do any physical activity other than just get up and go to work. And I do have a pretty high 
pretty high energy job. I'm a heavy equipment mechanic. Have been for almost 20 years now. And it takes a lot out of you 10 hour days sometimes, right? So it's, it's a little difficult to find that drive to do things while you're at work. So I started with the Mountain Ops program. I just got the Elk Hunter starting pack. Literally, that's what the kit was called on their site. I grabbed a couple of shaker bottles and I started taking the recommended supplements, one of which was testosterone because if you don't know, typically after the age of 30, especially after the age of 40, naturally men stop producing as much testosterone. There are exceptions to every rule. But it really helps getting yourself into some proper multivitamins, digestive aids. They have fat burners. I didn't use the fat burners as much, but I did use the cleanses. Those ones are called Blaze. Sorry, Phoenix is the workout repair. Blaze is the fat burner. And the Renew. Cleanse is the Renew. That's right. So, the cleanse works real well. They're just, they're just capsules. There's, you know, it's, it's nothing fancy. You're not going to be limited to water with a lemon in it for a month. You know, there's, there's productive ways to get yourself through this. So I started down that path first and foremost. Got a treadmill which I wouldn't recommend going forward. Treadmills are the... They're the hardest one to really get motivated on, I find. They're easy to walk on. But when it comes down to having time in a busy schedule and getting the most out of your time exercising, I believe you're far better off heading in the neighborhood of an elliptical or elliptical-type machine or a HIT workout, high intensity interval training. It doesn't take as long during the week. I mean, I was trying to get on that thing every day and I was failing. You know, coming up short of your own expectations on on working out can be a demotivator worse than anything else. So, if you're starting down this road, need to focus on energy, eating healthy, and having a very reasonable, attainable goal for when, for how much you're going to work out every week. And that success, if you start small and build from there, that success is what's going to give you the, the energy and the, the mental strength to continue down that road. It's, it doesn't get easier, but you want it more, the more success that you have with it. So, Mountain Ops Ignite. It is an energy and focus. It's a powder that you put into your, into your shaker bottle into just water. I have added it in with the protein shakes, but I was using the Magnum protein shakes at the time, but I find it better on its own. They have a variety of flavors. Now, this does not have your usual come down. 
there's not a big, oh, okay, my Red Bull wore off or, or whatever, your monster wore off. These are, these are very helpful for keeping your energy up. Even while at work, I found I was taking That's definitely something that I would recommend if you find yourself in a low energy situation and you want to be motivated, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether you're doing chores, whether you're hunting in the hills. I mean, they'd make them in a big bin of just powder with a scoop or they have them in pre-portioned size trail packs. I recommend the trail packs. They go nicely into a water bottle. They're tight fitting in a backpack and you're not worried about carrying around a little scoop or breaking a Ziploc bag and getting this powder all over your stuff. Next thing. After my first year of trying to hunt big game and having a glowing disappointment. I mean, I didn't see a deer. I didn't see an elk. I didn't see, didn't see nothing my first year hunting. I was disappointed. You watch a lot of you watch a lot of big game hunting. You get it in your head. I want to go hunt a bull elk. You know, I want to go hunt a bull moose. I want to find the big bucks. You know, like that. That's what you get in your head. So what do you do? You hop onto YouTube. And one of one of the things that I found depressing is all these guys that go out opening day hammer this six by six beast of a bull elk or a 40 inch bull moose you know I wonder why I didn't have the success all I had was failure and I got real down on whether I was actually going to be able to do this I mean I bought the rifle I spent the time at the range I'll have a whole other segment just on shooting. As I grew up shooting competitive sporting clays from when I was about 14 years old. I've shot center fire rifle since I was 12. I've been around guns, I grew up around guns and shooting. But I shot mostly sporting clays. I did that for a long time, so this was a big step. I bought a nice rifle. I did a lot of research. And I didn't see anything that I could put in my crosshairs. So it wasn't after a very long, unsatisfying winter, still going back to Safeway for ground beef and steaks, that I stumble upon the most influential show that I have ever seen that has been what has driven so many of my hunts and my adventures and my cooking and my developing my skill sets that show is Meat Eater now if you're looking to get into an outdoors lifestyle of hunting for your own food fishing, cooking it butchering it yourself you need to start watching these shows right from season one the big thing that really made this show different for me is they don't sugarcoat the struggle they don't 
only show the days where they get a monster animal. These guys hunt for meat first and foremost. But they show the days where you don't see anything and you're questioning whether you should be over the next hill or whether you wasted your time booking two weeks off. They show the misses get a little too antsy and you don't settle down before you pull the trigger or you take a bad shot and you gotta go looking for that animal. You know, you get a real dose of what it's gonna be like for you out hunting in North America. There's many other shows that go with that. There's fishing, ice fishing. They have butchering advice, tips, how to, they have a whole instructional video on how to quarter and cut a deer. Proper ways of field dressing, efficient ways of field dressing. How to strap your loads down and pack your meat out if that's what you're doing. But they also show you how to cook it. They have big game and small game cookbooks that are made right from meat eater. Steve Ranella does a, a real nice audible book that I listen to. I recommend looking that up. There's a lot of great history involved with trapping and hunting, processing your own meat. And there's a lot of good information that these guys will give to you. And I recommend everybody watch that series straight through. There's a lot of seasons of it so you won't get bored. So once I got that rejuvenation, I knew I knew that it was okay to fail. It was okay to come home without anything. My first fall, I spent over 40 days in the bush on my weekends. Every weekend, I hunted as much as possible. I mean, I work a four I work four 10-hour days, so I'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, unless I'm working overtime. So I spent in excess of 40 days on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every weekend I could. So after watching Meat Eater and getting a little bit better of a grip on what it was that I could expect out there, I decided to head back. One of the other things that uh, you're going to find is there's not always animals where you live. You have to do research. You have to get out there and get hiking in the spring and the fall. Animals move around just because you see the tracks there doesn't mean that they're going to be there, you know, on opening day. Another useful item in the states they use Onyx Hunt. Now that's a private land ownership based map program. Up here in Canada it's called iHunter. iHunt Alberta is the one that I use here. Now you can purchase and I recommend that you do the land ownership overlays that go right over GPS right on your phone. very helpful if you're out in farm country like I am where you may want to be going after some permission. I recommend doing that ahead of time. A 
lot of hunt, a lot of farmers up here hunt themselves. But as you know, if you're a farmer or you know farmers, they're always busy. But one of the problems that they do have is pests. So I think that one of the best ways for you to start developing a relationship with farmers, and I've had a few of them request this of me, when I show up out there to ask someone if I can hunt on their property, they will want to know what it is that you're going to hunt. Because everybody does just want to come out and they want to clean up after, you know, this big herd of elk that's out there and fill their freezer and that's it. But a lot of farmers, elk will be a pest for them. Kicking open bales and spoiling feed for their cattle. Bears can be a huge pest into oat fields. They'll just eat and eat and roll around in it defecate everywhere and that cuts down on their crop yield if anyone's dealing with smaller livestock wolves and coyotes calving season there's predator control that needs to be done and it's not without it's not without its gains for you as a hunter to learn how to hunt predators learn how to track predators because predators are hunting the same thing you are and that can be a very useful tool when you're out looking to get on to these animals is find out where the predators are because they hang out by the food source. They follow it around day and night. And there's plenty of good things to do with the furs, whether it's coyote, wolf, or bear. I think that's good for an intro. So I'm going to start the next chapter and we're going to try to focus on developing shooting skills. That'll be next. <laughs>